MLB News Time. It's With 6 o'clock. I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. It's shaping up to be a critical week on Capitol Hill. Not only are Democrats trying to push through President Biden's legislative agenda, they need to pass bills to avoid a federal government shutdown and avert a debt default. Ben Thomas reports that the president's massive tax and spend plan still has Democrats divided. The $3.5 trillion measure embodies President Biden's domestic aspirations, strengthening social safety net and climate programs. And Democratic leaders are still hunting for compromises to resolve the divisions within the party. Republicans oppose the Biden economic proposal, including Senator Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee. The priority for the Biden administration, Pelosi and the Democrats, is to turn this country into a socialistic nation. And AOC, Bernie, they all say they're socialists. Well, you know what? Most Americans are not socialists. Blackburn made her comments to the Salem Radio Network. Also at SRNnews.com, federal transportation officials are investigating this weekend's Amtrak derailment in Montana. The westbound train was carrying 157 passengers and crew when eight cars left the tracks near the small town of Joplin. At this time, there are three confirmed fatalities. Injured were transported to many local hospitals. That's Liberty County Emergency Service Coordinator Sarah Robin. Hurricane Sam, a powerful Category 4 storm in the Atlantic, but forecasters say the storm has peaked in intensity. No coastal watches or warnings are in effect. The nation's business economists now expect slower economic growth this year due to the widespread Delta variant of the coronavirus, while also saying the economy could improve more quickly next year as vaccinations become more accepted. This is SRN News. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. The radicalized left, which is the Democrat Party, tried to, quote, kill the king twice and failed. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekdays, 3 till 5 on WBOB. News on WBOB. AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Good morning. I'm Patrick Johnson. Multiple agencies currently searching for Patrick McDowell, the suspect wanted in the shooting death of Nassau County Sheriff's Deputy Joshua Moyers during a traffic stop in Callahan early Friday morning. The armed and dangerous man is also wanted for shooting a Jacksonville Sheriff canine deputy. The sad news from Sunday is that Deputy Moyer died from his injuries. The Callahan community coming together to show their support Sunday evening for law enforcement. It was a scary, but I'm past the scary part now. I'm mad. I want him brought to justice. Jacksonville Mayor Lenny Curry said he'll make a major announcement about the waste collection issues plaguing the city amid the pandemic. A news conference planned for City Hall this morning. For months, there have been delays in picking up yard waste in Duval County neighborhoods. And the FBI at Brian Laundrie's house collecting evidence for a DNA test. That's Jack Radio News. Good morning. Welcome to a Monday. No delays, no accidents that we know of. You're heading on I-95 northbound towards downtown from the Beltway, from the 295 Beltway, taking about 12 minutes or so. From I-10, from the West Beltway all the way to I-95, that's about a five-minute drive so far. And looking very nice today, mostly sunny with a high up to 86. 
All right, it's about that time. The Ed Dean Radio Show is ready to go. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM. WBOB. Hey, good morning. Coming up on four minutes after 6 a.m., it's Ed Dean. Roger Henderson's out today. Finally gets a day off and back in the wheel again. I mean, he runs everything around here. He's just quiet about it. A.J. Davis, my man, good to see you, brother. Yeah, good to be here and uh, Roger enjoying an extended weekend. Yeah, not extended enough. But anyway, I kid Whoa. with you, right? It's a little interesting humor. But anyway, or the lack thereof, I might add. Hey, we're ready to go. A lot of guests lined up for you today. A lot of panel. A lot of fast-paced news. It is a busy Monday. We are ready to go. Good morning, everybody. I'm your host, Ed Dean. All the way with you to 9 a.m. right here on Talk Radio WBOB. It is not the Republicans that are stalling spending measures this past week. As the government's got to meet a certain deadline on passing certain bills, there's a $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill that is up, but all also the $3.5 trillion spending package. Progressives in the Democratic Party are threatening to hold up that bill unless it is passed and it's all the Democrats battling other Democrats. Colleagues saying she wants to pass that infrastructure bill along with a multi-trillion dollar Democratic spending plan and a resolution to fund the government all by the end of this week. A tall order given the disagreement with Republicans and within her own party. Progressive House Democrats say they won't support the president's $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill without a separate, much larger spending plan full of Democratic priorities. Some moderate Democrats oppose the massive price tag, as do Republicans, who say it shouldn't be tied to the infrastructure bill. That is CBS News' Christina Ruffini. This week, hopefully by tomorrow or Wednesday, we'll find out more when a vote will be brought up. The border problems and the chaos that still exists is still being defended by the Biden White House on the Sunday talk shows over the weekend. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas defending the administration's handling of the recent influx of up to 30,000 migrants who had gathered in Del Rio, Texas. Fox News Sunday's Chris Wallace asked Mayorkas why the administration didn't stop the migrants. We did. We encountered them. They gathered, they assembled in that one location in Del Rio, Texas, and we applied the laws. We applied the public health law under the CDC's authority, and we applied immigration laws. Texas Governor Greg Abbott responded on the show. Everyone knew, including the Biden administration, the Haitians had gathered on the Mexican side of the border before they crossed, and the Biden administration did nothing to stop those Haitians who had gathered in mass in Mexico from coming across the border. Mayorkas says about 10 to 12,000 Haitian migrants were released into the U.S., but acknowledges the number may be more. That is from Fox Radio. Joe Chiro, the Department of Homeland Security Secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas, was on Fox News Sunday this past weekend and couldn't give it an exact number of how many thousands of Haitians were released into the U.S. Well, first, how many have been released into the U.S.? And uh, approximately, I think it's about 10,000 or so. 12,000 have been released. Yes. So are we talking about a total of 12,000 or could it be even higher? It could uh, it could be even higher. An inspector general report from the U.S. says that drug pharmaceuticals and pharmaceutical drugs and other types of those made in other countries, not in the U.S., could pose a national security risk to the country. 
The event of a diplomatic dispute or worse in which the drug makers stop shipping ingredients to the US, the report found the results of that could be catastrophic. The Pentagon's inspector general found that just 28% of drug ingredient manufacturing sites supplying the US market are actually inside the country, while 31% are in China and India. I talked to one expert today who echoes the warning. The worst that could happen is we could have military personnel at risk from either uh, infectious diseases or for chemical warfare or other things and, and not have the supplies to have them prepared to uh, properly do battle. That report is by CNBC's Eamon Javers. Florida abortion bill, somewhat say it could be styled after a Texas abortion law, is now being proposed here in the state of Florida. So a Florida lawmaker is proposing a Texas-style abortion bill. If approved, it would give people the ability to sue anyone who performs or helps facilitate an abortion after a fetal heartbeat is detected. The bill does include some exceptions that are not in the Texas bill. That is from News 4 Jax. We'll have more information on some of the breakdown. Again, the bill has just been proposed. The legislation for Tallahassee in the legislature does not start till January of 2022. And most companies out there between Costco and Nike and FedEx and other big companies are warning more inflation is on the way and it's going to hit consumers as the holidays approach. According to food analyst David Palmer, he says in the food industry and other industries, the biggest factor driving up the cost is the labor shortage. A lot of it is labor. There's labor in everything. There's labor in these food costs, logistics, warehousing. Uh, It's causing issues with the amount of uh, shipped on time and in full that any uh, retailer is getting. And so sometimes it's having an impact on the actual top line as well. A lot of this is the labor shortage that exists. Uh, Companies are becoming more resigned, uh, whether they're restaurant companies or food companies, uh, to this labor issue sticking around. So it seems to be uh, that is your root cause, and it's causing a lot of, you know, of course, wage inflation and wage expectations is the most permanent type of inflation uh, cause, and that seems to be what is happening right now within the food chain. And so things are getting worse even lately. Things are just continuing to get worse there, A.J. Davis. It's funny, uh, as a former economics reporter, they're almost like the weather predicting a hurricane. Well, the European model is going this way. The American model is going that way. They don't necessarily all agree. And economists will come out one week and say, well, we think costs are going to flatten out We'll win. Well, maybe to 2022, and others say they don't. So it's all over the map. So we got a lot of panel guests, got mm-hmm. a lot going on. AJ, Great. good to see you. AJ Davis sitting in for Roger Henderson this morning. Sit back. More on the other side right here on Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Starting to see just a bit of slow traffic on Phillips Highway headed south a little past 295. You're going to add about three extra minutes there and take your time because our roads are looking clear. If you see anything, just give us a call. 901-SAFE. Mostly sunny skies today. Expect a high up to 86 tonight. Clear with a low 61. Are you having difficulty paying your IRS personal or business taxes due to COVID-19? If you owe a tax debt, there has never been a better time than now to get a resolution. The IRS has rolled out historic tax debt removal guidelines under their Taxpayer Relief Initiative. This COVID-19 program provides opportunities to remove or lessen your tax burden that weren't previously available. The tax attorneys at J. David Tax Law are right here in Jacksonville and are experts at negotiating with the IRS. 
At J. David Tax Law, only highly experienced tax attorneys will represent you. Never trust your tax situation to anyone that's not local to you. We've helped thousands of Floridians to overcome IRS and sales tax debt. Let us help you. Call J. David Tax Law today for a no-cost consultation at 904-507-4777. That's 904-507-4777. Or go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. Fishing in Florida attracts millions of visitors to our state supports more than 100,000 jobs and contributes to 35 billion in our state's water-based economy each year. The future of Florida's fishing industry depends on a healthy Everglades. Protect our fishing. Restore America's Everglades. Learn more at evergladesfoundation.org. Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is all about safety, your safety. You maintain your car to keep safe on the road. You should maintain your home and business the same way. If you need repair or maintenance for your gated community, home, or business, Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is here to serve you. Sunbelt Gated Access Systems is your trusted local family-owned company that prioritizes your safety. They have the knowledge, quality products, and services to provide you with affordable, effective answers. Call Sunbelt Gated Access Systems for maintenance or installation. Visit Sunbelt S. Hi, I'm Bob with Consolidated Utilities. Are you having regulatory compliance issues? As the pump station pros, we and our team of engineers can start your pathway to compliance today. We're Consolidated Utilities, the pump station pros since 1948. 904-249-8080. Has your pump station provider decided to exit the business? Call my husband, Bob, at Consolidated Utilities, 904 904- Two four nine eighty eighty. WBOV is Jacksonville's conservative talk radio station. Start your day with Jacksonville's only local call-in talk show, The Ed Dean Radio Show. Then solve your financial issues with Dan Celia at 9. Inspired by Rush, it's the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show at noon. Followed by America First with Sebastian Gorka at 3. Then at 6 p.m., the great one, Mark Levin, rounds out your day. The conservative voice of Jacksonville, WBOV. Good morning. Welcome to the final Monday of September already. Wow. September 27th on the calendar. Looking very nice, though. Weatherwise, mostly sunny. High 86. Tonight, clear. Expect the low about 61. Tuesday, more sunshine. High 87. Looks pretty good for most of the work week. 65 degrees. Very refreshing this morning here in Jacksonville. The Department of Homeland Security says... That about 12,000 Haitian migrants have been released into the United States. That total could be even higher. Major companies are warning consumers that there's more inflation set to hit them as the holidays approach. And over the weekend, local law enforcement honored Nassau County Sheriff's Deputy Joshua Moyers, who was shot early Friday morning during a traffic stop. He was only 29. WBOB is talk radio for Northeast Florida and Southeast Georgia. Hey, coming up on 15 minutes after 6 a.m., good morning. It's Ed Dean. Roger Henderson's out today, taking a nice day off. Is he taking it? Yeah, just a day off today. Yeah, so. just, just but later in uh, the next month, though. He's yeah, going he's to California. Yeah, like so that. anyway. 
Um, it's good to have everybody with us. AJ Davis hanging out with us this morning, filling in with the news. We've got a lot of other guests lined up for you. Going to do some panel discussions as we go along. The email address, Ed at WBOB.com. Ed at WBOB.com. Don't forget, you can download the radio app, put it on your smartphones, your iPhones, your Android phone. There is no charge. There is no monthly cost. There are no pop-ups. Get it for free. Again, download the app. Just go to WBOB.com. WBOB.com. All right, let's continue on with the news. Here we go over the talk shows. The Biden White House is defending again. It's always either blame Trump or, or I'm sorry, the illegal immigration is seasonal. By the way, you can't call them illegal immigrants anymore. I'll get to that clip in a minute here. Here is Fox Radio's Joe Chiro reports that the Biden White House is defending the surge that has been taking place and more coming up the caravans through Central America. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas defending the administration's handling of the recent influx of up to 30,000 migrants who had gathered in Del Rio, Texas. Fox News Sunday's Chris Wallace asked Mayorkas why the administration didn't stop the migrants. We did. We encountered them. They gathered, they assembled. We stopped them. We did. Really? Listen to more of the clip. In that one location in Del Rio, Texas, and we applied the laws. We applied the public health law under the CDC's authority, and we applied immigration laws. Texas Governor Greg Abbott responded on the show. Everyone knew, including the Biden administration, the Haitians had gathered on the Mexican side of the border before they crossed, and the Biden administration did nothing to stop those Haitians who had gathered in mass in Mexico so, from coming across the border. Mayorka says about ten to 12,000 Haitian migrants were released. Yeah, by the way, do they all have COVID? Do they all get the vaccine? Were they all tested? Anybody answer that question? Here was, uh, uh, yeah, I'll get to that one. In the, here's, here is the uh, Department of Homeland Security Secretary. Can't give you an exact number of how many Haitians that were released into the U.S. Well, first, how many have been released into the U.S.? And approximately, I think it's about 10,000 or so, 12,000. Have been released. Give or take. Yes. Yeah. So are we talking about a total of 12,000 or could it be even higher? It could, it could be even higher. It could even be higher out there. So, and by the way, guess what's also back in the controversy over the last couple of days? The border whipping that did not exist. How many times have we got to bring up this topic where, again, a Customs and Border Patrol agent swing, 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 Swing. I don't know. Is that in the middle middle part of the country? Swing. W S I N G. Is that swing or swing? Yeah, swing. And okay. So, anyways, the horse reins to make the horse go around and to put the rear end of the horse to butt up against, not to hurt those that are were trying to cross in this country illegally. The horse was not kicking them. It's kind of like saying, instead of pulling out my gun, I'm going to use my shield to back you up. Pretty much what happened. Well, we actually got some comments. From the VP, she's been pretty quiet lately. Here's President Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris on the border whipping that did not take place. To see people treated like they did, horses barely running them over, people being strapped, it's outrageous. I promise you those people will pay. Mm -hmm. They will be an investigation underway now, and there will be consequences. There will be consequences. It's an embarrassment. And there needs to be consequence and accountability. Uh, Human beings should not be treated that way. And as we all know, it also evoked images of some of the worst moments of our history where that kind of behavior has been used against 
the indigenous people of our country has been used against African Americans during times of slavery. Really? Here we go again. Just You know what? We have to create some sort of diversion so we can focus on the real problems of illegal immigrants crossing into this country. By the way, here was the Department of, uh, one more time, of Alejandro Mayorkas, the Department of Homeland Security Secretary, says that illegal immigrants, no, 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 can't call, we don't, we don't longer call them that. We call them non-U.S. citizens. Mr. Secretary, how do you respond to the charge that the Biden administration, that the policy of the administration is inhumane and counterproductive? Well, first of all, let me say that we don't use the term illegal immigrants. I actually issued a policy in the Department of Homeland Security. We use the term non-citizen. Mm, really not. Do you, you, they do know what the difference between a non-citizen and a legal immigrant. Non-citizen is here legally in, in mm. many cases due through a work visa. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, non, and non-citizens get more uh, more relief than regular <laughs> citizens. Yeah, they probably do when some cases out there. How many of y'all remember this incident that took place? Some of you that may question whether or not the COVID tests are all that accurate. Here was what happened on The View, where uh, a couple of the hosts were interviewing, planning to interview the vice president, Kamala Harris, had to get tested, and this is what happened. They Evidently, they got tested for COVID. Here's the clip. I need uh, the two of you to step off for a second. Okay. Anna and... and uh, step and off. we're going to bring Sunday. you back later. Have to okay. leave. Yeah. Yes. And we'll tell you why. More information later. It's a tease. We'll talk, tell you why in a couple of minutes. Step off. <laughs> See, I mean, ladies, we need you to step off. Because they did a test before the VP came in, and it showed that they had COVID. This, this- news story any minute now. Yeah. What happened is that uh, Sonny and Anna both apparently tested positive for COVID. No matter how hard we try, uh, these things happen. They probably have a breakthrough case and they'll be okay, I'm sure, because they're both vaccinated up the wazoo. Uh, well, that lady right there, Joy Behar, is ignorant because yeah. when you look at hospitalizations, many of them in <laughs> other countries are all of those, unfortunately, that have had the vaccine. By the way, the ladies, so they got tested, mm-hmm. then they got tested again and found out, well, they didn't test positive. Well, Think about that. There you go. But did they test Joy? Did they test Joy? <laughs> test her mentally in some cases. Here's ABC News. Dr. Jen Ashton was asked about, hey, is it true that vaccinated people can still carry the uh, COVID disease? Is it true that vaccinated folks can carry the new variants of COVID-19? Oh, absolutely. This is true. And we should not be surprised when we hear about this. In fact, we a lot of those so-called breakthrough cases, they're so common now that we can't really call them breakthrough, but that are occurring in people who have been vaccinated are the Delta variant, which is the predominant strain, the predominant variant we see right now. But we are watching the Mu variant, where there are other variants all over the world, and there will be more as long as this virus continues to replicate. So when people get infected, of course, they can be carrying those new variants. Yeah, let me play a couple of clips here. We try not some people will get bored of this issue, but we kind of try to bring things outside of the realm, but still remain inside the box. Uh, radio talk show host with Buck Sexton, which is on several stations that we're on as well. Uh, here was Clay Travis says that Fauci said when the college football games were going to start, COVID was going to spread like wildfire. Guess what? Not happening. All these college football stadiums. And I think football fans, believe it or not, when you see 100,000 people in a stadium without masks on, you know what Fauci said? He said that there was going to be a major event following when college football kicked off because so many people were in these stadiums not wearing masks because there's no vaccine mandate. You know what happens? 
all over the South, contrary to what Dr. Fauci said, the number of cases have plummeted. That's right. Boatload of cases have plummeted. Maybe it's seasonal. Who knows what the governor had said with that as well. Here's another clip by Clay Travis. Numbers come in. Israel and Britain have had tons of those that have been vaccinated that are now being hospitalized. You look at Israel, and if you look at England, two countries that are far more vaccinated than we are, they are setting hospitalization records and case records even now. So this idea that if we had 100% of the country vaccinated, COVID would go away is just not true. Right. And it's like nobody is willing to point this out. Everybody's got blinders. That's right. We always talk about getting vaccinated, which is great. We promote, if you want to get the vaccine, by all means, get it. We are pro-choice on this issue, but we can't forget about natural immunity that many people also have. By the way, one more from Clay Travis. I was uh, watching this. Hey, when are we going to get back to nor- nor- normalcy? Normalcy is how, however you want to pronounce it. When are things going to get back to normal? Mm-hmm. He exactly says what a lot of us been thinking here. Hey, guys, it's probably going to be around for some time with COVID. Just live your life. And I think normalcy, people say all the time, what can we do to win against this COVID insanity? I think every single person watching us talk tonight needs to live their life 100% normal. And I think slowly the American public is becoming aware that COVID's never going to disappear. This COVID zero uh, infatuation is a lie. It's never going to happen. It's going to become an endemic virus that is with us for the rest of our lives. And at some point as Americans, we have to make the decision to live our lives without fear. He's exactly correct. And by the way, we've, we've focused on this many times in this radio show why is it the left loves to glorify and shame those which is unfortunate been vaccine deniers or whatever covid skeptics and that they catch it and they die the media loves to glorify their deaths tucker carlson from tucker carlson tonight says it's funny do we not glorify the deaths of those who get aids or heart disease based on certain behavior damn those people from dying of covid when are we going to start attacking other categories of people for making unwise health choices Someone dies of diabetes. Is the view going to attack them for eating too many potato chips? Are we going to start yelling at people with AIDS for their bad life choices? How about hepatitis or cancer? What is this anyway? Yeah, can you imagine, before I go to break, can you imagine if you got on Facebook and said, see, that person lived a certain lifestyle and died of TB or died of disease, died of AIDS. Can you imagine Facebook would, if not only put you in Facebook jail for 30 days, they might even ban you permanently. But yet we can go ahead and shame people that have died. We glorify this, that have died of COVID. Doesn't make sense. All right. Roger, Ed Dean, right here on Talk Radio, WBOB. More coming up. Uh, AJ Davis hanging out with us today. Roger's taking a day off. All coming next right here on WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Highway headed south a little past 295. You're going to add about three extra minutes there and take your time because our roads are looking clear. If you see anything, just give us a call. 901-C. Mostly sunny skies today. Expect a high up to 86 tonight. Clear with a low 61. This traffic report is brought to you by J. David Tax Law. When you owe the IRS and can't pay, go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. You know, a lot of times you have to choose between something high quality or something that saves you money. But if you can get both, why not? Especially when it comes to health care. 
And that's MediShare. You get both. The typical family saves 500 bucks a month switching to MediShare, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. It's because MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge PPO network, so... Yeah, really. You could save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. If you're self-employed or part of the gig economy, or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. Here is the number you need. Call 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 844-55-BIBLE. Good morning on this Monday. We're starting out on the cool side. We haven't had that for a while. Mostly sunny, though, today. With temperature will rise pretty rapidly up to 86. Lots of sun, though. Clear skies tonight, low 61. Tuesday, more sunshine, high 87. 65 degrees now in Jacksonville, the home of the Ed Dean Morning Show. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Coming up on 28 minutes after 6 a.m., so Roger's taking the day off today, so A.J. Davis is running everything, and it's always good to see him back. So we're going to have some uh, some guests come in and have, hang out with us for the next couple of hours, kind of have a good, fun Monday morning. we got a lot of news. Arizona audits on President Trump, done by a paid-for group called Cyber Ninjas, who have never done an election audit before, was paid for by Republicans. Well, they counted the votes, and Biden came up with more votes, and former President Trump came out with fewer votes. So that still continues. We've got the information on that. Inflation, uh, cost, labor shortages, the big reason why, according to many of those in the uh, retail sector of what's going on. And then... The Democrats are messing it up for the Democrats, not the Republicans. Progressives are out there saying, unless you give us the $3.5 trillion spending bill, we ain't giving you the $1.2 trillion infrastructure package. We'll have all of this coming up next. We continue to move along. It's Ed right here. Roger's hanging out, chilling, sleeping in. It's Ed and AJ today. Yeah, he's at some resort, isn't right. he? Talk radio, <laughs> WBOB. AM 600 and 101.1 FM, the conservative voice of Jacksonville, WBOB. With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. National Transportation Safety Board officials are in Montana to investigate Saturday's Amtrak derailment. Eight of the ten westbound train cars left the tracks, killing three people and sending seven others to the hospital. Democratic leaders in Congress are trying to round up enough support for President Biden's $3.5 trillion economic package this week. A separate bipartisan infrastructure bill will also be voted on in a few days. Plus, lawmakers need to pass a couple of bills to keep the government open past Thursday. Hurricane Sam, now a powerful Category 4 storm in the Atlantic Ocean. However, forecasters say the storm has peaked in intensity. The National Hurricane Center says Sam has maximum sustained winds, of 145 miles per hour, and no coastal watches or warnings are currently in effect. This is SRN News. 
AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB News. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. Nassau County Deputy Joshua Moyers died after being shot twice during a traffic stop. The 29-year-old succumbing to his injuries at UF Health Jacksonville. He'd been shot in the face and back. Nassau County Sheriff confirming the news on Sunday. It's believed that a former Marine from Jacksonville, 35-year-old Patrick McDowell, is responsible for shooting Myers. He is still on the run and considered armed and dangerous. Mayor Lenny Curry is planning to address the ongoing issue of waste collection during a Monday morning news conference. Residents have continuously voiced their frustration about miscollections of recyclables and yard waste that is piling up all over Duval County. Curry says that he has submitted a plan to council to temporarily suspend recycling in order to prioritize yard waste. The family of a pregnant woman found dead at Riverview Park Saturday morning is asking the community to come forward with information surrounding the 21-year-old's death. Felicia Jones was nine months pregnant and expecting on October 8th. That's Jacksonville.Radio News. It happens. We all find ourselves with financial questions, sometimes serious financial questions. Financial Issues with Dan Celia is here every weekday at 9 a.m. to give you clear, understandable answers to your financial questions and issues. Dan is a real guy. He's just like you, only he knows a lot about finances. Listen, learn, enjoy. Every weekday from 9 till noon. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Light traffic on Zoo Parkway headed west a little before North Main Street. You're going to add an extra couple minutes there and that usual slow traffic around NAS Jacks at about three minutes. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901 Safe. Mostly sunny skies today. Expect a high up to 86. Tonight, clear with a low 61. On this Monday morning, what's going on in the news? Well, the Department of Homeland Security says that up to 12,000 Haitian migrants have been released into the United States. That total could be even higher. A new report by the U.S. inspector says that the United States' reliance on foreign drug manufacturers is becoming a national security risk. And a Florida lawmaker has introduced pro-legislation that is somewhat modeled after the new Texas state heartbeat law. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831 0600 or email ed at wbob.com am 600 and 101.1 fm wbob hey good morning coming up on 633 ed dean roger henderson is out today having a nice day off aj davis is filling in with the news hanging out with me now for a little bit our good friend uh research editor at uh, florida daily emily nunez hey what's up this morning morning hey man <laughs> it's early in it so anyway for you had to bribe everybody with coffee the only way I yeah, could bribe AJ to show up is threatening that I wasn't going to be here and said it was going to be Roger. So anyway, but let's get to the news. So a Florida lawmaker has introduced the bill. Some have said that this is modeled after the Texas state law. But there's some little interesting exceptions that's inside this proposed legislation that uh, that is not inside this, but it's inside the Texas style law. 
So a Florida lawmaker is proposing a Texas-style abortion bill. If approved, it would give people the ability to sue anyone who performs or helps facilitate an abortion after a fetal heartbeat is detected. The bill does include some exceptions that are not in the Texas bill. But some of those exceptions that are different from the Texas bill is what makes this a little bit lighter of this. Here's uh, News 4 Jack's Ashley Harding. While there are some more restrictions, it does not... 100% model the Texas law that's going to go in front of probably the U.S. Supreme Court. This bill, as it's written right now, is 40 pages long, and exceptions would be made for things like rape, incest, domestic violence, human trafficking, or a life-threatening... See, that's that's not on the other bill, of the Texas-style bill. So this, even those little measures make it a much, much bigger difference Yeah, on that. <clears throat> uh, my biggest concern um, is that... Um, those exceptions are there, yes, but then it's there's a, also something in the bill that says um, you're also if you give a person the ride to the to the clinic, you can be or yeah, you, like you an can, accomplice, right? So it's like it's turning this into more of like almost like a police state. How are you going to know? Like you have people reporting on their neighbors. They're taking, they're giving someone's giving someone a ride to someone. Couldn't know where they're taking them. Yeah, yeah, and you couldn't know where I'm taking them. Here's more. Uh, here's more of the restrictions in place. I, I mean, as a pro-life guy, I think that there's certain ways to win this argument right, right. through the hearts and minds. Some of the restrictions. This is how further more uh, the, the bill goes into condition for the mother but documentation for those conditions would be a requirement the bill would require a doctor to conduct a test for and inform a woman seeking an abortion that a fetal heartbeat is detected it also prohibits doctors from performing or inducing abortion if a fetal heartbeat is detected and going a step further the bill would also allow people in the community to sue doctors for terminating pregnancy so this is where it's going to be interesting though this is somewhat little bit of vague webster barnaby is the state rep and i know of webster down in Central Florida, who's got this bill up here. A lot of these individuals do this because it's politically, it's just, hey, I want to run for a higher office, knowing right. that they're not going to get this bill passed. I think the way of doing it is you're not going to have a full-fledged Roe versus Wade overturn. It's not going to happen. Right. But the issue based on technology and the viability issue has made it a much more serious issue that I like the idea, okay, listen, when do you start focusing on the issue of when do we sit back and say, okay, we, get, we, have, a, we have a beating heart. When do most women know that they're pregnant? Is it six or eight weeks? after um and the other areas out there is a doctor can be uh sued if they're performing it but not giving a whole lot of information to the patient i'm all open for those issues yeah uh i don't see that it's getting a lot um of um it's not being well received right now with the senate or in in governor santis even came out and said too right he wants to make sure that we are not uh that both sides can essentially win and his biggest concern as i said was this not both sides i don't know what the last one a a police state what, so, but what was the police state involved? Were they, they nanny on everybody? They're, they're, right. That's the biggest concern right now. There's no companion bill right now in the Senate from what I've read. Right. It's just in the House. I don't know if they're going to take it up in a big-time election season right. this year. The governor's right. got a big race. The governor's pro-life. This is what I'm getting at. I, I Some of the Texas law, I haven't read it fully out there because either. it's Texas. Yeah. And let's see where this goes in for, with the U.S. Supreme Court. But, again, you know, you've got a, a heartbeat out there. It's detected. They say we want to stop abortions there. That it would be a big move mm-hmm. if that takes place. I love the idea as a parental notification i love yeah. the ideas of parental yeah. consent um but it's amazing you have to get parental consent if you want to take in a, a pill ivy pro for net school but 
many cases in some states, you don't have to get a parental consent if you want to get an abortion. There are a lot of safety measures involved there as well. You do want to make sure that the doctor is, if you're gonna, which I don't support it, by the way, but some of the Texas laws out there are going to sit back and say, if you're a foot doctor, we're not going to let you perform an abortion out there. you got to be licensed with this hospital. And, of course, the liberal left took all of this out of context by saying, see, they're trying to stop it. It's like, no, if a guy can work, I don't, I don't want a back surgeon pulling my teeth as a dentist. That's pretty much what they're saying in yeah. some sort of this legislation. Um, I want to see where a lot of this goes. Same. Yeah. I agree. I want to see where a lot of this goes. Uh, Arizona, um, wait till you hear this one right here. Uh, I want to get to this one coming up with the Arizona abortion. Uh, not the Arizona abortion, but the one we talked about, the abortion one as well. But uh, where's this one right here where the, uh, the Democrats this week – we're going to have a field day with each other. Here's uh, CBS News, Christina Ruffini, where the progressives are threatening to hold up big spending bills unless they get their big spending bills. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi sent a letter to colleagues saying she wants to pass that infrastructure bill along with a multi-trillion dollar Democratic spending plan and a resolution to fund the government all by the end of this week. A tall order given the disagreement with Republicans and within her own party. Progressive House Democrats say they won't support the president's $1.2 trillion bipartisan infrastructure bill without a separate, much larger spending plan full of Democratic priorities. Some moderate Democrats oppose the massive price tag, as do Republicans, who say it shouldn't be tied to the infrastructure. So here we go. You cannot tie this to the Republicans anymore. The debt ceiling debate, you guys run the White House, the Senate, and the House of Representatives out there. The bottom line is they got problems with the progressives. The progressives like the squad are saying, we're not going to give you a $1.2 trillion infrastructure package. By the way, they're all ticked off about this because they wanted this all colluded together with a human infrastructure package. So the infrastructure was all infrastructure, but it was hard infrastructure of road and bridges, and there was human infrastructure. Now the separate bill, the 3.5, is it going to come up first? They want that bill come up before they go to the 1.2. One of my uh, favorite congressmen, uh, Thomas Massey from Kentucky, says we really just need to start naming these bills for what they do or what... Uh, like what? Like uh, uh, kick, his was a kick the can down the road bill. Or how about, you know, a bill to make Democrats think that they care about you right. or a bill to make government get even bigger than it is or, you know, it, it's just ridiculous. How do you, you rearrange know? these terms, by the way, human infrastructure, I, you know? <laughs> I have no idea. It's absolutely ridiculous. They just create things to make it sound, you know, it's all the virtue signaling. It's yeah. Just, it's like it's no almost limits. like it's redundant in many yeah. ways out there. So anyway, so this is going to be interesting. Pelosi has said she's going to bring up the bill. But she may not bring up the bill. Most of the House speakers won't bring it up unless they know they got the votes. Right. That's the whole thing right there. Another big story that's come out over the weekend is there has been how many audits done in Arizona on the election results. Joe Biden won the state of Arizona. So Republicans wanted to back another audit. This was done by a Florida group called Cyber Ninjas who had never done an election audit before. So the draft report comes out, and it shows that Biden won, and in fact, he got more votes, and Trump got fewer votes. ABC News, Terry Moran. It wasn't what they were hoping for. In the end, the Arizona Republican audit found 99 more votes for Joe Biden and 261 fewer for Donald Trump. Republicans in the legislature admitting today that their controversial, months-long partisan review of the votes had found in the end that, yes, Joe Biden won Arizona. Now, listen, I'm not happy with the election results, but let's just bottom line is Biden won, okay? And now many of the Republicans still think that he's going to get certified back in, not many, but some Republicans. You know, Lindell's out there. I got the clip. Lindell out there thinking that the Supreme Court is going to hear all this before Thanksgiving. Yeah, good luck. So, and anyway, so um, some of the some of the, the Republicans, friends of mine that are trying 
trying to spin this, saying, well, there were, there were multiple votes. Well, we got the response to that. Here's from Reuters News. The final report focused on a series of alleged issues, including more than 10,000 potential voters who voted in different counties, which Cyber Ninjas called a, quote, critical finding. But as part of a point-by-point -point rebuttal on Twitter, Maricopa County called that claim laughable, suggesting those conducting the review may have failed to account for people with matching names and birth years in different counties. Right. A not uncommon occurrence in a state of more than 7 million people. Do you know how many people are named after me? Do you know how many people that are named? I can, can't tell you how many of the Ed Deans that are in the state of Florida. Just Google it. A.J. Davis? Tons of Davis in the family. A lot of Emily Nunez is out there, too. No, they're not. But anyway, thank gosh for very few. But anyway, so there, there were so many of these out there. So some of my Republican friends, and you know who you are, are trying to spend this. Okay. Here's one more. Listen to this. This is Howard uh, Kurtz from Media Buzz. This was done by, uh, and folks, we just got to tell the way it is. Again, I'm not happy with the election results. I wish Trump would have won, but we don't sit here and try to just to play one spin and one side only. You've got to call it the way it is. The Republicans hired a group called Cyber Ninjas. Cyber Ninjas did their own audit, and guess what? It never, it never benefited them, except they made a boatload of money. Listen to what Howard Kurtz said about the Arizona recount. You'll like, this is a good clip. The results are in from the Arizona audit. Joe Biden wins Arizona. Okay, well, Joe Biden won Arizona by about 10,000 votes back in November of 2020. Uh, that was checked on, um, and there was never anything to contradict it. But then Republicans in the Arizona State Senate, the, the Maricopa County was the focus of where, you know, where Biden racked up a lot of a pretty big margin against Trump that helped him win the state. So Republicans in the state Senate said, uh, you know, we don't trust this. So we want an audit. This was not authorized by the county. It was right. commissioned, you know, completely partisan operation where they hired a firm to do the audit that had never done any election fraud work or election investigations at all. And they were Maybe they should hire Mike Lindell's guys. I don't think they hired the same ones. Well, I don't know anything about cyber ninjas or I have, and I, I honestly hadn't read too much about this audit, but the fact that the fact remains is that there's distrust right now in our electoral process and that no matter who puts out an audit saying that right. you know, Joe Biden won, the fact is that people I, they're not going to agree with it. They're not going to support it because it's already there. So I know. it doesn't matter what, you know. They don't, they don't want, I, hey, I get it, man. Some people just don't want to realize the truth. I get it. Here's, uh, here's more of the clip. Called the Cyber Ninjas. So the Cyber Ninjas have a draft report. And they found, in fact, they did find uh, that the numbers changed. Listen to this. 99 more votes for Joe Biden, 261 fewer votes for Donald Trump in Maricopa County. There you go. So that's the media buzz from Fox News, Howard Kurtz out there. Here's the, So people have been emailing. Mm. They, they they see Marjorie Taylor Greene put up a... First off, Marjorie Taylor Greene, with all due respect, does I don't... It, she thinks that 9-11 was an inside job. She has said that. Right there, you automatically lost credibility with me, okay? Mm, mm. Um, but anyway, so she's out there. Oh, look at that. The duplicate votes and blah, blah, blah. And it, we've already talked about the Arizona election audit. Some of my friends don't want to listen to it. Even we point out the truth out there. Is there, is there fraud that takes place? Yes, there is. But what you can know or what you know and what you can prove are two different things. As we always say. And the bottom line is, is that everybody thinks that Florida should be like California. Well, California voters don't think like Florida. Georgia's the same way. Georgia voters, nope, Stacey Abrams, I'm not a fan of hers at all. 
but they did a much better job getting out there when it came, and they took advantage of COVID. They did a better job than Republicans, unfortunately, taking advantage of the uh, pandemic. The same thing with many other states out there. The Trump campaign worked harder in some states and did not work as hard in others out there, okay? And just because you sit back and go, well, it was voter fraud. By the way, you do know voter fraud has happened among Republicans. Right. Oh, we got a big FBI story going out in South Florida because of the Republicans. What up in North Carolina, a congressional race, because of the Republicans out there. So the bottom line is it does happen. Yes, Democrats are known to pull fraud. I get that. But when it comes to this and you got Republicans running an audit and the numbers don't come back, so let's on another one. The numbers don't come back. All I'm saying is this is looking like Hillary Clinton from 2016 all over again. It's becoming embarrassing. Well, I mean— I don't know if I would say if it's we're really giving them the same medicine that they gave us. I mean, the Democrats did not did not want Trump to be president. Yeah, but the they Democrats kept, didn't run millions of dollars into recounts no, either. No, that's that's true. I mean, I, I I'm not going to discredit anyone who wants answers and who and who's not satisfied with Joe Biden, you know, being you know right. in office right now. And if that's what they want to do, and that's you know, and they want to keep. You know, doing the honest. Knock yourself out. Then then do it. Yeah. You know, perception is reality. And the perception right now is that this election was stolen. Perception by who? You know, I would say that a lot of grassroots um, supporters and organizers think that this election was stolen. Hey, listen, the the, the Democrats, and I'm with you on this, Democrats ran this horse for years. The horse couldn't win. Let's run it again. Wouldn't do it. And, and they sat back and blamed Russia. They blamed 150 yep. other reasons why. I get it. So it is a little bit of taste of their own medicine exactly. out there. Exactly. So, all right, more coming up next. Uh, Ed Dean, Roger Henderson's out today. So we got uh, more. Emily Nunez, research editor for Florida Daily, hanging out with us. Got a lot more news coming up in just a couple of moments right here on Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Slow traffic on Butler Boulevard headed east. It's right between Hodges and San Pablo, and you'll add about four extra minutes. And some light traffic on Southside Boulevard headed north, just past Bay Meadows. Add an extra four minutes there. If you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Mostly sunny skies today. Expect a high up to 86. Tonight clear with a low 61. Satisfy your comfort food desires at Hangar Bay Cafe, 2294 Mayport Road. From Florida's best fried chicken to ramen and more, Hangar Bay Cafe is open seven days a week. Dine in or order online at HangarBayCafe.com for pickup or DoorDash delivery. Support your local veteran-owned restaurant through these challenging times. You're always welcome at Hangar Bay Cafe, 2294 Mayport Road. For pickup and DoorDash delivery, visit HangarBayCafe.com. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. Maybe you've been in the military for 20 some odd years and you never fired your weapon, but you've seen things and you've you've heard things and you've witnessed terrible things that have happened to not only your friends, but citizens. That builds up. And then I got sent home for medical treatment. They told me straight up, hey, you got problems. Canines for Warriors pair specially trained service dogs with vets in need. And we're asking pointed questions because we're trying to pair them with a good match for them, a good dog. And so we kind of have guided conversations, what the warrior requires and how we can best suit that with our dogs. Your generosity will go right to work to help pair a struggling warrior with a shelter dog trained to help veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder, traumatic brain injury, and or military sexual trauma. Give your best gift today by going to caninesforwarriors.org. What will you do if there's a sudden food shortage? Given recent headlines, it seems likely, and at any moment. 
That's why it makes common sense to build your emergency food storage supply now while you still can. Do it with the kind of food that stays fresh for up to 25 years in storage. Food that doesn't go bad like what you get at the grocery store. Whose food should you trust? The largest preparedness company in America, My Patriot Supply. We've served millions of American families going on 14 years. At MyPatriotSupply.com, our mission is your survival. Our emergency food could definitely be your lifesaver when the peanut butter hits the fan. Choose from dozens of delicious meal kits that provide over 2,000 calories a day, which is what your body needs. Order today and your food will ship fast in unmarked boxes to protect your privacy. Don't wait. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com right now. MyPatriotSupply.com it's important to love what you do and who you do it for. And that's easy when you work at American Electrical Contracting. They're always looking for new ways to invest in their employees. This year alone, they've increased employee benefits by 25%, doubled their life insurance policy, and added an extra scheduled holiday. Plus, they offer tuition assistance for higher education. American Electrical Contracting focuses on excellence and professionalism. Pursue excellence personally and professionally at American Electrical Contracting. Hiring now. Call 737-7770. Visit American American-Electrical.com. Welcome to your Monday. Mostly sunny today. Expect the high up to 86. Tonight, clear skies again with the low 61. Tuesday, more sunshine. High getting a little bit warmer day by day. The high tomorrow, about 87. Right now, 65. Almost air-conditioned degrees in Jacksonville. Here at the home of the Ed Dean Morning Show. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600-831-0600 or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Hey, Costco, Nike, FedEx, and other major companies here in the U.S. are warning consumers more inflation is going to hit them as the holiday approaches. Of course, the biggest issue labor shortage a lot of it is labor there's labor in everything there's labor in these food costs logistics warehousing uh the it's causing issues with the amount of uh, shipped on time and in full that any uh, retailer is getting and so sometimes it's having an impact on the actual top line as well a lot of this is the labor shortage that it exists uh, companies are becoming more resigned uh, whether they're restaurant companies or food companies uh, to this labor issue sticking around. So it seems to be uh, that is your root cause and it's causing a lot of, and, you know, of course, wage inflation and wage expectations is the most permanent type of inflation uh, cause. And that seems to be what is happening right now within the food chain. And so things are getting worse even lately. That is uh, from a food analyst, David Palmer, out there. So there we go. They're telling everybody you better get your goods right now before the holidays because you may not be able to get them up, especially with all the retail manufacturers, the labor shortage. I don't know. I'm not surprised by this at all. I don't know what we were printing and spending money that we didn't have. So are we really surprised that we have inflation right now? Well, yeah, but I'm talking about the labor shortage is the main culprit. That's because of all the shutdowns. Well, yeah, I mean, the government's paying you more money to stay at home than to get a job. You know what? I'm all for this. You know, I was having a little fun with some of my friends. You know what? I, I want to open up the guest worker program for those south of the border where they can come in legally. And I want them to start working the jobs that Americans right now are too lazy, not because they don't want to. Well, technically yeah. they don't because they get more money in unemployment. And then when they get kicked off their unemployment, I want them to complain, well, I can't get a job because somebody's south of the border. Well, guess what? Because you sat on your rear end. Yeah. That's the reason why I have no remorse for you. I don't either. I agree. 
That's my attitude with some yep, of that lately. Yep. So, by the way, drug companies uh, that make drugs in other countries, like pharmaceutical drugs, according to a new Inspector General report, because the pharmaceutical manufacturers are making them in other countries like China, this is posing a big security risk here in the U.S. ...of a diplomatic dispute or worse in which the drug makers stop shipping ingredients to the U.S. The report found the results of that could be catastrophic. The Pentagon's inspector general found that just 28% of drug ingredient manufacturing sites supplying the U.S. market are actually inside the country, while 31% are in China and India. I talked to one expert today who echoes the warning. The worst that could happen is we could have military personnel at risk from either uh, infectious diseases or for chemical warfare or other things and, and not have the supplies to have them prepared to... Uh... CNBC's Eamon Javers with a report real quickly here. This was a big argument during the, uh, the the big breakout of the COVID. Remember back in March and April last year? Mm-hmm. Big story that said most of the pharmaceuticals, if you wanted to help out those with the disease, unfortunately, most of it was coming from China and they could put you at hostage. I don't... I don't understand the argument that they're saying that uh, about military personnel being at risk. I'm, I mean, I'm a veteran. Because if you need the drugs <laughs> and you want to hurt a country and you want to hurt its military, right. if it's making uh, the main drug, it's not being made in the U.S. and they want to hold you up because maybe they want to hurt you because you need certain, I don't know, maybe you get shot, you need certain things to help you back out, that that would not be able to be as um, resourceful to you b- before or on the battlefield. Right, but but companies manufacturing outside of the U.S. is not a new thing. Thing and that's you know. <laughs> the whole point. It's gotten worse because of our enemies. That's yeah. why. All right, six fifty six. Talk radio. WBOB. Where are the tie ups to avoid? WBOB traffic. Slow traffic on ninety five headed north. It's right between Emerson Street and a bit past Bowden Road from an earlier accident that has that right lane blocked. So you'll add about seven extra minutes. And as always, that's slow traffic on I ten headed east. It's right between Luna Street and a bit past Cassett. You're going to add an extra four minutes there, but expect it to slow down as the morning goes on. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901. I'm Clayton Bromberg, the president of Underwood. And the question often asked is, what do jewelers give as gifts to their loved ones? The answer is the same kind of things everybody else gives, but for me and my family, no gift is a better crown of achievement than a Rolex watch. I've told the story about the Rolex my grandfather gave me for graduating from college a zillion times, and still tell it because it's a day I'll never forget. But I'll also never forget giving my wife the Rolex she always dreamed of owning for a real important birthday. I also won't ever forget the handshake and look in the eye my son gave me when I handed him a Rolex when he graduated from college. I can say the same thing about the hug my daughter gave her mother and me for the Rolex she put on when she graduated from the University of Alabama. These are the kind of great memories I'll have the rest of my life, and they will too, every time they look at the Rolex on their wrist. Nothing will create these kind of memories for a lifetime better than a Rolex. At Underwoods, San Marco, Avondale, or the shops of Ponte Vedra. The American Freedom Tour is coming to Jacksonville. I'm Dean Black, chairman of the Republican Party of Duval County, and it's time for Republicans to get motivated and defend freedom. For two historic days, Friday and Saturday, October 8th and 9th, the American Freedom Tour will be in Jacksonville. Come see Donald Trump Jr. Joe Biden's entire economic platform seems designed 
designed to crush the working man and woman. Biden has promised to take that money back out of your pocket and keep it in the swamp. Kaylee McEnany. 64% of the nation are concerned that the growing criticism of America's police will lead to a shortage of police officers. That will harm all Americans. It's an untenable principle, and that's a really unacceptable proposition. Dan Bongino, Dinesh D'Souza, and many, many more. Get your tickets now at DuvalGOP.com. This is an historic Republican event. You don't want to miss it. Go to DuvalGOP.com. I will see you there. This year marks the 64th anniversary for Boger Shoes on Park Street here in Jacksonville. In order for family business to celebrate 64 years of serving their community, they must be doing something right. And that something is good old-fashioned customer service. Boger Shoes has filled the footwear needs of thousands of customers in Northeast Florida for over six decades and have a reputation of being the shoe store Jacksonville prefers if there's any type of podiatry issue. Boger specializes in orthopedic and diabetic shoes and offers custom inserts that are made in-house by prescription. And if there are no medical issues, Boger's is a great place to also shop for running, walking, dress, casual kids, and even baby shoes. Whether you need shoes that help with pain or just want comfortable, stylish footwear, stop by 1014 Park Street in Riverside, meet the staff, and check out Boger's great inventory. Boger Shoes, the answer for hurting feet. All right, more coming up next at the 7 a.m. hour. This is Talk Radio WBOB. AM 600 WBOB Jacksonville 101.1 FM W266CX Fruit Cove The conservative voice of Jacksonville